You're listening to Kapow, the pop culture podcast. Comics, television, movies, and more. If it impacts fan culture, we have something to say about it. And now, your hosts, Michael, Jordan, Cliff, and Seth. Five, four, three, two, one. Let's go. Isn't that what you're supposed to do? Yeah, you're supposed to jazz it up. <laughs> hey, everybody. This is Jordan Lowe. I'm Cliff Barnes. I'm Seth. We're here for a quick Riverdale rundown here. We always say quick. Yeah. Quick. That's all we're doing is Riverdale, just for this little short. Because we're back after our winter break. We went a month without Riverdale. All we had to look forward to was like Christmas and stuff. But we're back to our stories yeah, I think it's like the 10th episode of the second season, chapter 23, Blackboard Jungle. Back to basics. This was pretty We're done good. with that rip, that black hood for now. We're gonna move yeah, on. Yeah, we we decided we'd just pin it on some pin it on the janitor and move on like <laughs> typical. Let's see, we got bad things happening in Riverdale. Ain't there always? I was but, excited for like a new episode. Like we've been just my daughter and i've been sitting at home like for weeks now and she's like Is riverdale coming back I riverdale coming thought, back? yeah i was like i hope it comes back they're gonna come over here and won't we'll do something yeah we're gonna have <laughs> put set the work again oh uh, they're uh, changing out the christmas decorations finally taking those down mopping up the blood it pops that's, that's right there's a uh, secret meetings going on with the lodges and veronica and uh uh, Cheryl's mom is, what's she doing? <laughs> she's, uh, she's a courtesan? Is that what she called herself? Yeah. I'm not sure how I forgot that point from the last episode. I don't remember that. Was she was gonna sell herself to make money? I didn't they remember it at all. I mean, I remember her in Santa Claus. Yes, yeah, so, yeah, she like took his hand and. But, but I, didn't, I didn't realize that was like. A little subtle, subtle. I didn't realize that was a trick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Anyway. I thought it was just Santa a, Claus, not a John. Yeah, she's a woman of the night now. It's not that different from when she was younger, what she says. So, yeah. Ew. And, which is, like, she was just in a fire. Right. That was in the, I, what, I don't remember what season that was. <laughs> yeah, there is snow on the ground. Yeah, well, they're just Christmas, now so, taking down the Christmas Yeah, so we know, we have, a, we have a slight, you know. So anyway, Ronnie and her parents are talking about their quote unquote plan, she says. And then, uh, Fred is asking Archie, hey, uh, did you say something about my $86,000 bill to somebody? He's like, well, he might have said something to Veronica. Cause there was like an angel donation, so the bill's taken care of. He's like, uh, grabs his guitar and Senior Archie, it's like, yeah, I haven't seen that for a while. <laughs> and they, 
they really pounded the idea this episode that the garage is soundproof. Yeah. Why is that? <laughs> Uh, that's just one of those Riverdale mysteries. The AV club called it Chekhov's Garage. <laughs> yeah, I was like, can't wait to see how that pays off. Uh, he's thinking of starting a band. Why are you so obsessed with my my closet of mystery? <laughs> he wants to start a band, maybe like the Fredheads. Obviously, that's got to be something from the comics that we just don't know. And somebody's taking secret pictures of Archie like they did there to, right before the season break. And Veronica admits she told her parents about the bill. Wait, I gotta look at this screenshot. Uh, Kevin is reading Clive Barker's The Damnation Game. You ever read that, Jordan? Nope. Oh. Hey, Weatherby comes over to PA. He's got a little announcement to make. Why is he, in the past episodes, he always has to go to the classroom to tell right. him. Yeah, now yeah. he's got a full, he's got a full PA system. <laughs> yeah, well, he realized there's more students. When he announced Grundy died, he just announced <laughs> it to like 10 people. He just kept kicking in doors like, hey, everybody, Grundy died. <laughs> Pass it on. Southside High School is shut down. And Veronica, this was part of the quote-unquote plan. She says she's going to calm everybody down when this was announced. Yeah. And so, she just says, here's what she does. Here was her plan. Uh, okay, guys, let's not overreact. That was it. That was the plan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and since... This is Cheryl's Dickensian nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't realize Veronica was so, like, involved with the plan. Like, I didn't... I don't... That happened off oh, yeah, camera? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Last... Before they left, couple, last couple episodes, she made a deal with her parents. They had to be honest with her and let right. her in. We don't know what is going that's, on. I guess that's what I meant. Like, I we have no idea what the plan is or... What we do except, now. Well, yeah, we do now, but... Well, we're not invited into the study. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this stuff never happens on camera. We've been talking about it in the garage. <laughs> that's why we don't know. <laughs> so, that means Jughead's coming back. And, you know... It's probably some bizarre Byzantine town ordinance. Jug <laughs> like had this whole episode. He's normally my favorite character, the most level-headed. Right. He was just off this whole episode. Well, nothing made any sense. Nothing yeah. made any sense. It was sense. so great. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't even expect you know logic, but I want some consistency. Yeah, that I, don't, like, I don't think this is how Jughead would react to these certain things. <laughs> you're putting, you're planting that flag. Just so you know, I'm called foul. So, Tony Topaz is reading Jug's very Lovecraftian article, and uh, they wrote on the typewriter that it. Betty gave him. Wrote it on the Aha. typewriter. Then out comes Sweet Pea and Fangs Fogarty whooping and hollering. <laughs> They're out of this dump. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Teachers let the monkeys out. Think of all those north side heads are going to get to knock. We see the secret plan finally with Mayor McCoy. Which, okay, first of all, <laughs> if you're shutting down a high school, it doesn't just involve a phone call. Like, oh, the mayor called. Guess we're, guess we're out of business. Like, no big deal. We're just going to ship all the kids to the school. It happens if you just call, like, business. bomb threat. It'll happen. Well, <laughs> so, and the only kids that apparently – from the south side that are going to Riverdale now are 
the teenage serpents, nobody else. Yeah, they seem to have split up the ghoulies and the serpents. Right. Yeah, so the other kids are going to the schools in the other district. How big is this town? I don't know. Are they going to Greendale, Centerville? It said it's all in the same district, so I have no idea. I don't know, but meanwhile, the Lodges and Mary McCoy apparently is in on it. They're going to quietly go around purchasing the land under Southside. And she'll, she'll get her commission for having closed the school down. Cause this is near the Sodale so, project. This is all details that don't matter as far as the craziness of Riverdale. Well, so the mayor is having an affair with the sheriff, getting a buyout from the lodges on a real estate deal. I mean, how corrupt is this perfect little town that she's pretty shady? Now, uh, you want to talk about the uh, Chekhov syndrome here. We have Betty and Chekhov's... Um, Nightlight? No, no. <laughs> no, but yeah. No, her uh, spray. Oh, me. Pepper spray. Yeah, so she goes upstairs. She's going to pepper spray who's ever up there. It's uh, Polly, who, by the way, is not pregnant anymore. Just standing there fine, packing some stuff. And she had the twins. What were their names? Remember the, that? Oh, I wrote it down. <laughs> Juniper and Dagwood. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And she tries to walk out with Betty's nightlight, but no way. That's mine, she says, and takes it back. Well, the farm probably doesn't have electricity anyway. Have we seen this? So this is. So I was still thinking she was with <laughs> the nuns. In yeah, my memory, too. she's with the nun. I don't remember the farm. Yeah, she got sent to the farm. Yeah. Have we I, seen the farm? Ah, no. uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't think so. I don't know. <laughs> we Maybe might have. The farm. We might have. I don't remember. <laughs> um, don't let us know if we have. Okay. So Archie's wa- just walking down the street. And he runs into Special Agent Adams with the FBI, who, this is ridiculous. Yes. (laughs) He's uh, got a case on Hiram Lodge, and he thinks the only one that can help him is uh, Archie. Archie's in a unique position as a teenager (laughs) to infiltrate. (laughs) Literally (laughs) any other show. This would be the breaking point, shark jumping, yeah, whatever. Right. But I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, this is exactly Archie right. is a junior FBI man. Yeah, more of this stuff. This Ju- is- junior G-man Archie. Yeah. I want less stuff that makes sense and more of this. So got to find, got to figure out a way in, get some information. What happened to the St. Clairs and their son Nicholas? Now, are we 100% convinced he even is an FBI agent? Is there any doubt? Ooh. Yeah, I really wondered because... I don't. Did he even identify himself? He didn't show. He gave him a card, which okay. even Michael K. Easton can make you a business card. Oh, right. yeah. well, so <laughs> I, car, I cry foul. Yeah, there's no way he's totally illegitimate. <laughs> so I thought it was like a lodge employee testing him to see if you know mm. if if Hiram was going to let him get close to the daughter if he would. Because what I just watched some show that did that. So yeah, about my I was initially very skeptical of this mm-hmm. cuz it's ridiculous. Yeah. Even <laughs> but, Archie says, yeah. "Don't you have to talk to my dad?" <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "No, he's in on it. He's in business with Iron Lodge." He's like, "Ooh." He had a good answer for everything. Yeah. So. 
Yeah, well, he thought about it. While someone was making those cards, he was thinking of an answer. Yeah, I didn't even question him. I thought this guy is for real. So I, you're probably right. He's probably nobody. He just likes putting, the Black Hood, maybe. Putting, ooh, he likes sending kids on wild goose chases. Hanging out in the... Well, Senior Archie figured out... The gay woods. Yeah. What were they called? Uh, Fox Forest? Fox yeah, Forest, yeah. Fox Forest. Um... Kev runs into him at night. He's like, hey, aren't you that happy? <laughs> yeah. Come over to my Camaro. <laughs> so Fred made a deal with the lodges to start paying them back or whatever. They're gonna, he get, they get 20% of Andrew's construction. This is terrible. Which that didn't seem like Fred either. To just be like, man, I'm going to sell some of my business to these people. Fred's just glad to be on the show. <laughs> He's like, they've practically written him out of the show. Ugh. So yeah, he took it very cool. You know, you think he's the guy with the integrity. He would never take charity. But he's like, yeah, they're going to give me stuff, but I'm going to give them to my company. We're good. So Betty and Alice are talking about Polly, but Betty, you know, doesn't tell her yet about Polly. Yeah. And, uh, J- Juggy and, uh, Skeet are talking about Southside. It was called a public health hazard due to toxic fumes from the methamphetamine <laughs> lab in the basement. There was no meth. It, it was, was just only jingle jangle. That's right. <laughs> Come on, people. Uh, so the worm turns. It's back to Riverdale. We got another good boy in there too. Oh we yeah, that, yeah boy. We, we did. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Something smells fishy. Uh, real reason you don't want to go back, Jughead? Just walk through the door. Oh, Betty. Oh, well, they better talk before Dr. Beaker awkwardly <laughs> pairs them up in <laughs> chemistry. I love that on-the-nose name for the chemistry professor, Dr. Beaker. <laughs> uh, she needs help. She wants to find, you know, her brother. Out of the blue. The long Because that's going to make her mom happy if right. she finds yeah, her brother. I'll find, yeah. She'll, you, she won't be sad about her lost grandchildren anymore if yeah. she finds her lost Juniper and Dagwood. Son. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, the long lost Cooper sibling, Jughead says. So she wants in touch with uh, some social workers. She can find him. She tells him about the twins. So she, so then Veronica's telling Archie, okay, we got, I've, I've put together a welcoming committee for the serpents and. Again, you think there's like a school board or like teachers <laughs> who would do this, but it's up they to the kids. They don't do anything. The, the, the adults are all the bad guys, <laughs> right. you know, so the kids have to run the school. <laughs> so they're talking about Southside closing down and Hiram's like, yeah, well, there's not going to be any more of that drugs and gangs and violence over there. And Archie's trying to get some info on the St. Clair's, but he's not having a lot of luck. Um, let's see. Here come the serpents into the school. And John <laughs> Veronica's like, friends. <laughs> Welcome, friends. Okay. Now, wasn't it like the last episode where Skeet was taking over the serpents again and telling Jughead, he's out. You're out, boy. <laughs> and now, apparently it's, it goes back and forth. He's, he's very mixed up in this episode. He wears his soda jerk outfit with his leather jacket. 
<laughs> I'm like, I don't know why he hasn't decided what he is yet. But this is where, you know, Jughead never really wanted to be in and he joined right. just to keep it together and to keep the peace. And as this episode goes on, he's given ample opportunities. Like, wow, these guys actually kind of like the school and things build where he could very easily walk away or you know lessen his involvement and he just refuses he's the one kid that's like i'm serpent right or yeah, die yeah he can't shed that that skin <laughs> on behalf of the students and faculty here at riverdale high welcome to your new school to ease this transition i've set up a registration desk where you can get your locker assignments class schedules and a list of sports and extracurriculars we encourage each and every one of you to drink deeply from the cup that is fair riverdale and then here comes cheryl and reggie stand down eva perone and the, and the school spirit jughead to finally remember reggie's the worst <laughs> Cheryl, no one invited fascist Barbie to the party. Thought they were talking about Tommy Lahren. Um. Cheryl, no one invited fascist Barbie to the party. Wrong, Veronica. No one invited Southside scum to our school. Listen up, ragamuffins. I will not allow Riverdale High's above-average GPA to suffer because of classrooms that are overcrowded with underachievers. So please, do us all a favor and find some other school to debase with your... Hard scrabble ways. Why don't you come over here and say that to my face? Happily, Queen of the Buskers. Okay. And no one invited Southside scum, so she says, listen up, ragamuffins, which is an underused name. But she had a good intro there. I, f- I don't know what, I forget what song it was, but she had a good yeah, down the remember. staircase moment. Yeah, it was a, slow, a little slow-mo. Prime Cheryl uh, interest. Yeah. yeah. It was great to have Cheryl back. Yeah. She doesn't want them debasing her school with their hard scrabble ways. <laughs> <laughs> queen of the Buskers. She's called somebody Queen of the Buskers. Guys, everyone, can we just put our north side, south side differences apart and start over? A new slate? Uh, you don't speak for the Bulldogs, Andrews. And need I remind you, these greaser snakes showed up at your place trying to kick your ass. I have to finish what we started. I'm so over the toxic masculinity in this hallway right now. All right. That's enough pomp and circumstance. Everyone, let's get to class. Now. And Archie does not speak for the Bulldogs per Reggie. Um, Which my wife made a point when we were watching it, and she's like, obviously she's like Team Southside Serpent now. Because oh, she's yeah. like, why can't the serpents wear their jackets if all those bulldogs can wear their Letterman jackets around? And nobody cares about that, and they're just like a gang too. She's right. I was like, she's yep. invested. I like it. Uh, then Weatherby comes out. He's had enough. He was a cold fish this episode. Oh, that's just who he's going to be. God, that was like a Cherylism. Cliff coined his own. Yeah, yeah. He's he, <laughs> trying to use all his colorful text on us. Do it. You traitors picked the wrong side. Nice to see you and Veronica back together. Especially considering that clandestine Christmas kiss I spied between you and Betty Cooper. Care to reconsider your allegiance? Meanwhile, Cheryl tells Archie, by the way, uh, I saw you at Christmas kissing on Betty. So just so you know, I know, and I'm going to tell tell on you if you don't. So was she taking the snapshots? 
Was that the FBI? That's guy? FBI, okay. supposedly. The fake I think, FBI. I think we saw Cheryl in a window looking. I think we got a shot of her <laughs> seeing it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we did. We did see her. Um, cause that was right after they went and saw Nana Rose. <laughs> yeah, fearing for their lives. So she tells Archie, you need to get Veronica on my side against Southside cause this is important. And he wants to talk about Nick St. Clair and he, she tells him that Veronica got attacked by Nick St. Clair also. And he says, what? He says, I'm going to murder him. <laughs> And she's like, okay, that escalated quickly. He's got a black hood in the backseat of his car. It'll be a hilarious <laughs> prank. <laughs> but that's, the, I think, maybe the first time I've really bought Cheryl. Like, she wasn't manipulating him. She honestly right. didn't know he didn't know. A couple different times in this episode when it came to that subject of veronica yeah. being attacked she even apologizes later you know for having told him and being a victim herself i can buy that she wasn't yeah. using it it's, as a it it adds a dimension to her so it even more makes her my favorite character because she's not just this one level person so betty talks to the social worker and finds out that since her brother turned 18 his records are unsealed his name is charles smith he was uh, Alice had him at Sisters of Quiet Mercy. He was never adopted. Was foster homes. And the last known address, two towns over in Centerville. I'm not sure. Is that in uh, Keller's district? Uh, everything is Keller's district. <laughs> it's all the same school district. I can tell you that. Veronica finally meets Tony Topaz, like the purple-colored gemstone. I felt like that was... And just Josie. Not Josie. Yeah, but there was some foreshadowing things. right there. Okay. With between Cheryl and Yeah, there's gonna be some Yeah. Some you mean uh, Veronica and yeah. Tony Topaz or No 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 because Cheryl was there too, right? I don't know. I don't know. It was okay. Veronica and uh, just Josie. Okay. And Tony Topaz. And then we have a little uh I felt since a little connection there between uh Kev and thanks Fogarty, because he knew Joaquin. They used, they used to hang, to hang out. out. And they, they talked a lot about old Kev. Well, there's been some graffiti right on the floor, a big serpent. And, and Reggie is so proud yeah. <laughs> yeah. that he drew that on there. Yeah. Very subtle of me, Reggie. So, uh, so... Weatherby says, no more serpent jackets. All tattoos are going to be covered. I expect this the same of you. These, these are the, going to be the rules in here, too, so you guys <laughs> shed your skins. The cliff got us for Christmas. I don't shed my kapow skin for nobody. <laughs> Possession of any gang paraphernalia whatsoever. Immediate suspension. So, anyway, Be Betty tells Hal and Alice. Polly had the twins. But, hey, I know we're... Your son is. Yeah. We're going to go find Chip. <laughs> Forget about that. Let's go. And Hal's not having it. He's not interested. Okay. So right here, it's obvious that this is FP's kid. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 That's why Hal's not interested. Yeah. He, he's all because of that. That's all that scene was. Yep. So meanwhile, Jughead's playing Mortal Kombat too, And he's like, uh, Mr. Weatherby is profiling us. Can't believe you guys don't see it. What's next? Brain implants controlling what we think. 
Well, like, what is happening to Jackass? Yeah, he's, so, he's so smarter, so much smarter than that. Yeah, yeah. somebody different wrote this episode. <laughs> yeah. They don't they don't have quite a touch. Either that, or this is Cody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we swapped in the toys. <laughs> That's what's going to be the twist. We're going to find out. One of them is with the servants <laughs> yeah. and one is with the ghoulies. Um, and Tony's like, you sound like a crazy conspiracy nut. We kind of like that computers are, we got computer lab and textbooks and Sweet Pea is like, yeah, even better than down asylum. We got toilets to flush. Toilets to flush. <laughs> Which, yeah, right here is the main moment. Jughead's initial goal is accomplished. Right. The Southsiders are happy to be there. There's peace between his old friends and his new friends. What he set out to do happened. So I haven't quite bought his transformation that the serpents mean so much more to him than these lifelong friends he's made. Right. Yeah. And Tony's like, big whoop if I got to take him off my jacket, you know. Then we got... Archie explained to the FBI guy in the garage, don't worry, it's soundproof. <laughs> I mean, someone could strangle me right here and I could scream for help and yeah. no one would know. I mean, if you were not a real FBI agent. <laughs> and I'm just a kid. Um, so he makes a deal, you know, you got to protect my dad. And, and, that, like, and that's another reason I wonder, because everything Archie says, he's like, yeah, sure, no, we'll do no, that. You're right. <laughs> he just instantly agrees to every you're, you're demand. You're totally right. This guy's not FBI, because he's agreed to every stipulation Archie gives. You're, yep. I didn't see it, but here it is. You can buy a tie anywhere. Uh, so, he's like, well, I might be able to get to Nick, so he's going to work on that. He's like, well, you need a Trojan horse. you got to have a reason to see Nick. It's like, what? why? Why do you have to have some reason? So he goes to Thistle House. I need a, <laughs> I I need a Trojan blazer to get in there. Yeah, yeah. I don't get that at all. What the hell was that? What? Explain that to me. No what? one will allow me on campus unless I look like a... That is awesome. I was like, what the... He has to go to Thistle House, get, you know, talks to Cheryl about the check, and she's like, yeah, I'll take a check, uh, you know. And again, she's even swung now. Yeah. From we'll never take his money to just well yeah let's cash it yeah so I well we've got a little bit more motivation but everyone's yeah, but swinging I mean, pretty wild like I'll take this hush money or mom and mom quits turning tricks on the couch right right <laughs> like, what's next she already screwed Santa was like the Easter bunny right. <laughs> <laughs> um so Alice goes wakes Betty up and says I I would like to see my son. So they decide they're going to do that soon. So next day, here comes Jughead to school. He is not shedding. A serpent does not shed his skin. Just walking in, strutting. Yeah, and the song, straight to the song end. like, you bring the thunder, turn off the bass, and all this. And he's like strutting in, and old Reggie is ticked. <laughs> Take a jacket off, rat boy. He's like, I don't think you know what this jacket means, Reggie. And they get into a big fight. And Veronica runs and gets Which Mr. Weather. I didn't see a punch really thrown. They're wrestling of, around. It's like a multiple bear hugs just kind of. Yeah. They got their jackets caught together. <laughs> I was just funny. He goes straight to the vending machine, like turns his back to everybody. He's like, I need some stuff out of the vending machine. <laughs> he does this. like George Michael. Like, yeah. 
<laughs> and he like shifts his butt <laughs> after <laughs> <laughs> look at my jacket. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be nice if you could wear the jacket. Um, so they get a week's detention for fighting. It's like, take off that jacket right now. You're suspended. Well, guess what? Then I guess I'm suspended. Speaking of jackets, this was the jacket episode. Archie slips into that blazer. And then we see Veronica talking to her parents. All of Jason's clothes gotten burned up in the fire, too. <laughs> I thought that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's true. I mean, it should it should at least have, like, some scorch marks on the <laughs> That would have been great if, like, one of the sleeves was burned off. <laughs> that would be good. Oh. Or if they'd have just touched on it, we had them all recreated. He's wearing, just, yeah, he's wearing the how dare, how dare this show have a plot hole? <laughs> Probably the one Jason was buried in. <laughs> yeah, that's the only one we can She says, here, this is the only one we can find. We had to dig him up. It wouldn't phase me. So, uh, then Alice and Betty show up at the last resort hostel. <laughs> and it cheery? They, yeah. They go up and... So it's $40 a night for a single bed, $20 for a bunk. Hi. $40 a night for a single bed, $20 for a bunk. Oh, uh, we're actually looking for someone. His name is Charles Smith. Do you know him? 237. The sign, one of the signs, I gotta zoom in on the signs here. We got no dogs. Absolutely no dog. <laughs> said cats. It's a, yeah, it says okay. cats. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no personal checks. Lost key. Twenty replacement and a five five five. So no fancy. So we did have a. Have you ever been to a hotel that had a bunk bed? <laughs> <laughs> and can you only buy one? It's twenty dollars for one. Who's buying the other one? I want the top bunk. <laughs> hey, this is the last resort. Well, I always, I feel like I dropped the ball because, so now when I screenshot these, I try to like look at every little detail, what book Kev's reading, what sign says, because we missed several weeks ago, uh, Hermione was reading the paper and there's an article on the front page that is down below whatever serpent story was on on the big story. There's a little story that said cure for cancer found. <laughs> we missed it, and I was so upset. That it, uh, so now I try to read everything. <laughs> anyway, they go knock on the door, and he's like, "Come on in." Just would you just say that to somebody? Well, come here? He's expecting like, somebody. Yeah, I mean, they're like, right. <laughs> That's true. They asked the guy out front. They're like, uh, whatever his name is, Charles Smith. Charles Smith. And he's like, 237. I was like, yeah. okay, like, we just give out any information <laughs> well, you want. This, he already knows it's their last resort. That's why they're there. Come in. Charles? Charles. My name's Alice Cooper. This is my daughter, Betty. We're... I know who you are. The sisters gave me your address when I turned 18. When they kicked me out. I even went by your house once. Must be a nice place to grow up. You didn't want to come in? Meet us? Got the feeling you probably didn't want somebody like me around. That's not true. 
You're my sister. Yeah. Yes. Well, you're lucky she wanted to keep you. Charles, I... It's Chick. But how would you know that? You know what? Forget it. You have to go. I have a client on the way. What kind of work do you do? Are you for real? Fantasy fulfillment. Now, really, you have to go. So he's like, yeah, I, we, we meet the kid who is not what I was expecting. Like, I thought we'd get some model guy or whatever. Anyway, he's like, the sisters gave me your address. I've been by your house. You know, they kicked me out. You probably don't want me around anyway. And my, my, my name is what? Chick. <laughs> Chick, by the way. Chick. Ugh. Clearly, a uh, some kind of addict. From yeah, the jingle jangle. <laughs> He's definitely been in the jingle jangle. That's probably nothing to him. He's got a client on the way. He does fantasy fulfillment. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a camera set up in yeah, there. Is I, that, I don't know what the hell's it going on. It was like on. a like a really old like nineteen eighties like VHS camcorder. Too. Yeah. Did you screenshot the room? Because there's some interesting set design. There was like a like a ship's. What do you call that? The life preserver that said like that had the name of the hotel on it. <laughs> said like no. last resort on the uh, on the nice. life preserver. A nice old lamp in there, curtains. Then we go back to the bar and playing. You know, Jug's playing Braca against Raiden. More Mortal Kombat two, and here comes Skeet rolling in. FP in his rig and soda jerk outfit and his jacket. His skin it says. Hall guy called him. <laughs> it's like, what's up, Hall guy? FB. <laughs> you want to explain why the heck you're not in school, Jughead? He told us to take off our skins, man. But if he was if he was suspended, why would the truant officer be after him? Exactly. Good point. So how did he go back? Like he goes back the next day. I thought he was suspended. <laughs> I, <laughs> Come on, Weatherby. <laughs> Weatherby's like, I don't even know. I don't run this place. I talk to Veronica. Got a, I don't know that kid. He's got a different coat on. <laughs> talk to Veronica. Yeah. She's, she's in charge. And FP, you know, Jug is like, serpents don't shed their skin. And FP counters with, yeah, but they hibernate in the winter. Don't you remember rule eight? Is that when he did that little fang thing with his yeah, finger? Yeah, You've we, never seen that before. You never stopped <laughs> being the thin. He threw out the fangs. And I was like, I was like, that's awesome. We're, we're going to do that from now on. Yeah. I totally expect that, like, in my everyday life. Like, if you listen to the podcast, yes. don't come up and, like, say, hey, yeah. I listen to, just give me that little fang sign. Yeah. Well, yes. no. We want we'll the Jesse's out there to fang us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The old sign was come in with your zipper down. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so <coughs> FP's like, you think I like, I thought this was funny, you think I like cleaning toilets and shoveling slop? <laughs> what is going on at Pops? I don't know. <laughs> no one ever, they, again, yes, they said that Pops was FP's favorite, like, he got out of prison, wanted a Pops burger. Now he's calling it slop. <laughs> this, oh, we're, we're through the looking glass here. <laughs> Yeah, things have changed that through this hibernation we went through. So 
Next thing we're at wherever and that Archie's in. <laughs> <Wherever>. <laughs> Who cares? Who cares? We're at wherever uh, Nick is with two broken legs and Archie shows up with the blazer on. He's like, he's like, you remember, uh, that check you wrote? Write another one now for double. <laughs> he's like, okay, whatever. Checkbook's in the drawer. Such authority, Archie. Which, okay, this kid's parents are now dead, right? I don't think so. Oh. I thought so. That's what I was going to ask you. We were under the impression I had heard yeah. they died. And that's, that, according to this, I, I think we're getting to something that says they're not dead. So I'll so let you know. He's got zombie right. parents. I don't know. Anyway, Archie says, you must really suck at skiing. <laughs> <laughs> so you wiped out on the slope, snapped both your legs. It's like, you're not here about Cheryl. Archie's so bad at this. Oh yeah, he's a terrible. <laughs> and later yeah. with Hiram, where he's just like, "So what about this?" Like I see through you, Archie, immediately. <laughs> he's like, "I think you're a small town hick, <laughs> deep into shark infested waters." Oh, so Ar- Archie beats it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're right. Uh, uh, Jughead forgets suspension, just puts on a different jacket, goes to school, and shows up and. Freaking Sweepy has a turtleneck. Yes. That's my favorite shot of the episode. I was like, what? That is just one step too far. It's okay. You have the polo and the khakis on. cover of neck tattoo. Oh, that is what it is. That's yeah. great touch. Yeah. Deep, deep hibernation for Sweepy. That is good. <laughs> Weatherby gave it to him. It would have think... been better if he would have showed up in like one of those lace, like Cheryl's mom was wearing. Yeah. Bandages. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... Jughead, I just love the way he said it. I wish I had a clip of him just going, he goes, he just looks at him and goes, what the hell? (laughs) (laughs) Just like, just disgusted. And he's like, he looks at them and he's like, where's Fogarty? He's like, well, he wouldn't wear the uniform. He's like, oh, well, you know, at least somebody. And he's like, so our choices are conform or be cast out. So anyway. Veronica gets a message from Nick that Archie broke his nose and was foaming at the mouth. And ho- he hopes that Ronnie had her shots if she's going to be hanging out with Archie. Archie. So Archie's like, yeah, but I heard what he did after that party. And Cheryl comes in and always, she always walks in at the right time. I told him and I'm sorry. And I told him about that staph infection of a human. And then this is, we're at Betty's house. Okay. She grabs the, she grabs the nightlight again out of a box that marked throw away. Yeah. Who, who gets a box writes throw away <laughs> on it and put stuff in it? You just get a garbage bag. <laughs> that just seemed ridiculous. So she takes off, goes to the back to the hotel, whips out Chekhov's mace. Sprays the guy in the face. It's, what do you even do to the, to Chick? He's like got a. He's got a contusion of some. He's sort got some sort arm. of sh- shiv. He was like stabbing him in the arm. Yeah, what a weird, weird place to <laughs> stab somebody. I didn't understand that. Like anyway, it back was his fantasy to always stab somebody in the arm. <laughs> he's like, here you are. 
Uh, the guy room. comes to the door. He's like, uh, I want to stab someone there. 237. <laughs> 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 maybe maybe check out a serpent tattoo. He was trying to mm. scrape off. Yeah, you want to go to school, boy? <laughs> If you guys remember the, those old VHS camcorders, you had to like use your whole arm, put it up on your shoulder. Oh, he's out of business now. He's man. taking him out of business. <laughs> so we're back at Pops and Ronnie. Now, what? Let's get back to her spraying the guy in the face. Okay. <laughs> he just because he's swinging his arm. The guy starts swinging. He doesn't move, and he's just swinging his arms wildly, and it cracked me up. <laughs> I was like, this guy's the worst. Well, she sprays it right in between ever. their heads. Like, there's no way it got one and not the other. Yeah. I like it was a nice pink bottle of mace. You know, shit. Very stylish. So, they're back at Pops. Ronnie is saying, Archie, there's something weird about you. And he, he's like, well, Cheryl was blackmailing me. And, I, and she's like, pardon moi? And he's like, you know, talking about, I got to tell you something. She saw me and Betty kiss. Nana Rose had just told us this crazy story about Betty's grandfather, and it just happened. You and Betty kissed? It was that crazy, out-of-control night, Ronnie. Literally, 40 minutes later, the black kid was burying me alive. And it's when Jughead had just dumped Betty. It was that crazy night. Nana Rose had just told us this crazy story <laughs> <laughs> about Betty's grandfather. It was out of control, Ronnie, and she just keeps saying, You kissed Betty? You and Betty... Kissed. I gotta give props. The thing I always complain about is people don't talk to each other or tell yeah, secrets. I, so you thought this was gonna be a plot line that oh, was gonna be held over. I our totally agree. Episode, I like so that they resolved just this get stuff. It over with. And then uh he's like, and really, Ronnie, it was crazy. Like literally forty minutes later, I was being buried <laughs> alive. <laughs> so cut me some slack, and she's just like, You and Betty kissed. You and Betty Kissed. She's like, well, you're being honest with me, so that's something. We were on a break. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I thought <laughs> was Ross. <laughs> so, Betty comes home with the chick, and Hal, you know, he's not a bad guy. He runs and gets the first aid kit. The family's going to take care of him. <laughs> family's going to take care of him. Michael's feet are clean. Come on in. No. Uh, so we get even more craziness. <laughs> Welcome to the inaugural meeting of the Swords and Serpents Club. Oh. We get Jughead's got his Riverdale polo on and khaki still keeps the hat though. Yep. Yeah. So Weatherby was putting up with none of this. It's like, oh, you guys are gamers? Yeah, <laughs> this is the best. I was like, I will, I'll join this club. <laughs> We're a gaming group where like-minded students can meet and concoct world-building role-playing scenarios, inhabiting fantastical heroes, and dispatching mythological creatures. I think that bar on the south side is need a velvet table. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. A safe haven where we can be serpents. Lying, we're lying low in the tall grass. I was like, what in the hell is this? This is their plan. We're all, what are they doing? What did they think they're, they really, I feel like this is like some false bravado here. You know, what, what do you need to lay low? And you know, nobody's doing anything to the you. Toilets flush. There's yeah. no chain link fence. Guess, in guess the what? You're allowed to go to computer lab. Yeah. 
Because really, the, the ghoulies were the main opponent. They didn't like Archie and all these north side right. snobs. But it was really, there's no like day-to-day violence. Like Archie's not going to come up and shiv you, probably. But like, <laughs> so yeah, what are, what are their grand plans that they're concocting? Right. Yeah, I don't know. And then we get, Cheryl takes a check to her mom and she's like, hey, everything's cool. You don't have to do that. And she's like, whatever. I got a date, but it's Arbor Day. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, she's got a taste of it. She's back in the saddle. (laughs) So Alice puts Chick to bed and Cheryl's mom's a horse. (laughs) And Betty, Betty has put the nightlight in there for Chick. So he's got from their, I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> Something comforting. So, Veronica hanging out with Archie. She admits she had told Kevin about it, not him. So he, so Archie runs back to the FBI guy again and says, "Okay, I know I told you to save my dad. You got to save Veronica too." I, I don't know why that wasn't part of the original plan, but he's like, "Okay, no problem." <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that yeah, again, the AV club. They said they wouldn't be surprised if if he didn't even exist. Archie was just imagining. <laughs> that would be awesome. Archie's in the garage talking to yeah. himself. Yeah, he's at, when we see what's really happening, he's just only wearing the blazer and just talking to himself. Yeah, it's like a blazer on a mop in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "Okay, sir, I'll do it." Yes. <laughs> he's like, uh, "One more thing. If you've been following me around, you probably know about the black hood. And do you think we got the right guy?" He's like, because I'm not so sure we did. Is this live? No. Yeah. No, it's not. We know. That's why we skipped you. Go wash your feet. <laughs> <laughs> so, then basically end the episode with Chick coming in, looking at Betty sleeping, <sighs> bends down over her with his gaunt face, and then a tear, single tear rolls down his face, and they... Then the happy music kicks <laughs> That was creepy. Yeah, so. I think he was just scouting new locations for his business. That's probably all it was. Oh, what room is this? Mm-hmm. I'm on the second floor. Room two. <laughs> <laughs> so, all, all in all, it was a good, it was crazy. Like, yeah. I mean, they're all crazy, but yeah, the fact that people aren't even acting like themselves, that's almost like, I feel it's just their attempt to step it up a notch. Because, <laughs> yeah, we've kind of run the Black Hood to its conclusion, for now, for now. at least. Yeah. So, yeah, we've got to check the new thing, like what's the plot line that's going to propel us the rest of the way. Right, next episode we have, it's called The Wrestler. Oh, that's a great movie. These are all, I love all the movie titles here. And here's what we're going to get. This makes no sense to me, so I don't want to know why it would make sense. But in an attempt to get closer to Hiram, Archie tries out for the Riverdale wrestling team. <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh, the mop told him to do it. <laughs> and then some secrets I are. I am an FBI agent. <laughs> and then Betty enters some dark secrets about Chick and Veronica and just Josie Clash. So, I can't wait. That's it. How long was it, Cliff? We said it was short. Uh, 43. 43. I was going to say 45 minutes, yeah. (laughs) Nice short episode just about River. (laughs) Enjoy. Okay. Sign us out. As always, we're going to be talking about Riverdale.
I am Jordan Lowe. And I'm Cliff Barnes. Feel free to contact me for all your fantasy fulfillment needs. <laughs> Just show them the fangs. <laughs> and I'm Seth the Mop. I'll agree to any deal. <laughs> I need to see your business. Just character. step into my soundproof garage. Bye forever. Now I did. Check. Check. Record. Am I am I coming up there? You're over there. I'm over there. Hey. Ho. Okay. Mine didn't do it. Wait, there we go. <laughs> my, I'm not, my thumbs aren't loud enough. Oh yeah, you don't have the thumbs for this biz. <laughs> <laughs> Best thumbs in the biz, Mr. Cliff Barnes. <laughs> <laughs> Snaps Barnes. Kapow, the pop culture podcast is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Sounds, music, and clips played during the podcast are property of copyright holders. All original content is property of www.udownwithkpp.com.